Good morning, and welcome to another episode of Ask Ellie Intuitive Insights and Your Questions Answered. Today is June 29th, and we have just had a new moon yesterday in Cancer, and it was a wonderful day for people to do things with their family and take time in their homes, beautifying and making their home a better place to live in. And for those of you joining me for the first time, I'd like to introduce myself. My name is Ellie Molina. I'm an international intuitive advisor and a consultant. I'm the creator of the Psy Kids Academy, which is a magical place where children and their adults can learn to tap into their psychic and intuitive abilities, and they can enhance their consciousness and ways of looking at the world where their abilities to see things through different lenses are only enhanced. And it's just a magical place for children and their adults. And you can learn more about it at my website, www.elliemolina.com. And I'm an educator, an author, and an ontologist and linguist. So to learn more about me and my work, head on over to my website, www.elliemolina.com. And if you're interested in having your first psychic reading, well, just mention that you heard it on the podcast and you'll have a 20% discount. So with that being said, I'm going to talk a little bit about what's happening astrologically. And we had a um, Neptune went retrograde and yesterday, and it will stay retrograde in Pisces until December 3rd. So you just want to pay attention to that a little bit. And then we have um, pretty much this week is pretty quiet. I mean, we do have Independence Day where Mercury enters Cancer and Mars enters Taurus. So this will be a wonderful time now these next few months to start making money and to focus on your banking and watch your stocks. It's a great time for investing smartly and taking care of those um, care, yeah, taking care of your finances. Okay, so I wish everyone a happy 4th of July weekend this year in the United States. And right now, I would love to talk to my guest today, um, Thomas Russo, who is now a very, very close dear friend of mine, but it wasn't always that way. We met back in 2008 and Thomas was introduced to me and my work in 2008. And then we have become super close friends. And Thomas is an example of what it takes to make magic happen and what it takes to look like, what does life look like when we walk our walk and we talk our talk? So hi, good morning, Thomas, and welcome to the live studio. All right, we're gonna need to give him a moment to get in. Um, I know that he can hear me, so he's going to have to click on the little tap button over there on the little microphone so that he can call in. Oh, are you there? You're there. Can you hear me, Thomas? Can anybody hear me? Hello, hello? Oh, there we go. Okay. All right. We got it. This is the fun thing about having a live show. Hello, Thomas. Hello, Ellie. Hi. Ellie, is that you? <laughs> Good talk. <laughs> Hi, how are you? And I think I'm here. I just had a little trouble getting in, that's all. Uh, you're not the first. <laughs> I'm sure not. I'm sure not. You know you know how technology is. And I'm, Yeah, and not for nothing, Podbean does its best 
to allow people from all over the world to call in. However, there are always a couple of glitches, especially when you're calling in from overseas as you are. So I'd like to share with people in the room and listening to this later that Thomas is calling in from, I'm not Thomas, Thomas is calling in from Stuttgart, Germany, where he now resides. So would you, Ma, would you share a little bit about yourself, if that's okay? Because I mean, I could talk about you all day long, but I'd really sure. like you to share some of your stories and Let's talk about, after we do that, let's talk about, you know, manifesting. But share your story first, okay? Yay. So, <laughs> as, as you mentioned, Ali, I did meet you in 2008. And, you know, I met you through a childhood friend of mine, actually. And I had had other readings before in my lifetime, but no one was ever really able to read. I mean, I was, my godmother would introduce me to this person or that person. Oh, they're fantastic. They'll be able to read you. Nope. No one was ever able to read me. So when my friend introduced me to you, you read for me. And, I, and as I, I'm named Thomas for a reason, Doubting Thomas, <laughs> um, I, really didn't, I really didn't know what to expect. And as time went on, I was so shocked of how on point you were with me mm -hmm. that um, I continued having other readings with you in subsequent years. Mm -hmm. So I guess in the past 16 years, you were kind of like my lifeline as I was going through trauma with my parents. First, it was my father who had emphysema and cancer. And when you're that ill, every organ in your body is affected. So I'm running from hospital to doctors all over the country, from, from Denver to New York to, to Washington to where I was living in Williamsburg, Virginia. And you were always there for me. I would, I would call you for reading or I would have an emergency reading, which I kind of laugh about because what's really an emergency reading, <laughs> but you, you get to the point where you don't know what direction you're going in anymore. And, and there isn't any insight. And it was all, you were always that lifeline for me. And through that, I developed to have faith and trust in you and your teachings. Then, um, oh, I, um... I, I'm my, like whoa! I'm speechless. Thank you. My mother was my mother developed dementia probably six years ago, and it was a, it was very slow. And then all of a sudden, poof! It was like a light switch went on. And once again, I reached out to you. And through her final years, I started working with you more and more through your several different programs. And I was and I didn't I didn't know what to expect. I mean. When you talk about magic, I'm thinking, oh, magic, maybe like, you know, like Warlocks or, or the television <laughs> show Bewitched, you know, magic. I mean, what is it? You know, are you, are you kind of crazy? Again, the Doubting Thomas comes in. I never expected to, to learn and implement and as work as hard as I did to get where I am today. Um, I have always wanted to live in Europe. Um, I moved here because my family is here that's left. And um, I didn't know how that was even going to, to manifest because I had been in the real estate business most of my life um, and had been had jobs doing marketing as well, but had no idea how it was ever possible that I would be able to move. And through your programs, I was able to do it. Yeah, it's just, you know, really, um, it's just been incredible watching I, just watching you from from my side okay it's kind of like mm -hmm. um without like i guess let's let's call it you know one cannot take the teacher out of me okay it's like my archetype i just want to i just want to share a funny story that i've only shared rarely but when i was a really little kid i'm among us like about five years old uh, my parents bought me a map of the world and it was the kind that my father mounted and I could pull it down like in school, even though I was still too young to go to school. So I had this map of the world that I would pull down. Remember back in the day, they had those old fashioned maps and the kid would come up and the teacher would roll it down and then pull it back up. So I don't, did you have those maps? Do you remember those yes, from school? Yes, unfortunately. <laughs> we don't want to go there. <laughs> it's okay. 
skates and fast. And I had one of them in my bedroom. And my, oh my father God. got me a pointer stick. Now, I don't know where he got this stuff from. He probably had a friend who was a teacher. I had no idea where he got this. But I ended up with having this in my room. And I was like, like I said, I wasn't going to school yet. And I took all my stuffed animals and I sat them in front of me. <laughs> and I taught them geography. And... um I am, maybe I was a little older than five because I knew where the places were on the map, or maybe not. Who knows? I was just standing there, standing there teaching the stuffed animals. So, what I got from that, when I think about those experiences, about you know being a child, five or six years old, teaching animals, you know, or geography, is that my nature, my habitual way of being is teacher oriented. So when I look now at your life, okay, and I think about, you know, teacher student kind of thing, you're like the absolute perfect pupil, you know, it's like, okay, this is what I want. What do I do to get it? And then, you know, there are steps and some people follow the steps and some people just hear the steps, but they don't follow the steps. And one of the things that's just so really inspiring for me, Thomas, is that when you get the map, you follow the steps, you know, like it's here's the treasures over here, X is the, and it doesn't mean that you have to do it my way. That's not the only way to get to the treasure, but you'll take the, let's say the advice or the guidance or the map, and then you'll run with it. And then it's just incredible to look at all of the things that you have accomplished in, let's call it these these short few years, because that's really right after COVID. Even during, wasn't it during COVID where all the magic started, right? It, it mean, was during, yes. It was during your magic class that you had actually, that you were training for us. Mm, mm, okay, so we can talk about, we can, do you want to, like, look, I don't know how comfortable you are sharing what you're sharing, but, um, you know, in the magic class, so anybody listening right now who is listening to the podcast, present or future, we're not doing hocus pocus kind of magic. We're using, in, well, why don't you share what some of, you don't have to share the recipes, okay? Those are kind of like secret, but, you know, just some of the things that we did, you know, well, that might I think. I think the, to make it an overlook, I think it's just programs you've created with steps to achieve what you want to achieve. And yeah. I don't think it's just following the steps, Ellie. I think it's the learning to have faith and trust in what you were doing to follow the steps. And that takes a while. That doesn't happen right away. I mean, when I first started doing some of the steps, I'm going, oh, you know, this doesn't really, I'm not really <laughs> clicking with this, you know, but Ellie <laughs> says it works. So I'm just going to keep going with it and keep going at it. Um, affirmations. Yeah. Okay. So I'll say things and write things down a zillion times more than Ellie told me to do because I'm an overachiever. And is this actually going to work? But until and actually, Ellie, I don't think it really started working until I believed it was going to work. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and I mm -hmm. think that was the clincher. I'll never forget, we did something in class, and I don't remember um, what specific um, task it was. But the next week, I received a check from the IRS. I nearly fell out of my car when I opened up the check because I have no idea why it came to me. I never found out why they came. I called them and they told told me they owed it to me. And that's where it ended. Oh my God. <laughs> and, and that was absolutely missing. That was kind of my turning point of saying, oh my God, this stuff does work. Yeah, and it, yeah. You know, and I hate to call it magic because it's, I, I, I don't know what else to call it, but I don't like to call it magic because people have, um, a different connotation of what magic really is. Yeah, it's true. It's really true. People think it's um, some somebody focus, just focus, right? That someone's putting a spell on you, right? Or, yeah, or you know, yeah. or then people get religious and say, "Oh, it's that Satan's doing its work." No, right, it's really right. to have faith and trust in in your goal settings, in what you want to do, and having the right mindset to go after it. And half of it's mental, and the other half is the physical work of it. 
Yeah, yeah. And it's all, you know, actually, it's all based in quantum science anyway. It <laughs> is. The science I mean, matches it. We just, uh, you know, it was like, oh, let's do a scientific experiment over here and I'll show you how you can have um, unexpected income come into your life by doing the following <laughs> steps. <laughs> right. And then people say, oh, that's ridiculous. That doesn't happen. Right. Well, right. obviously, it, obviously it does happen because it happened to me. Yeah, it happens and, to so many people who do it. But then if you, Brian, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I'm going to. No, 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 go right ahead. <laughs> and if you say it's not going to work, guess what? You're like, hello, duh. Of course it's not going to work, all right? It's like, that's like the experiment when the quantum physicists were looking at boxes and they can change and alter where the particles are going by who's looking at the box. Mm -hmm. I also think that you also taught us to pay more attention to the moon's phases because the moon actually controls our emotions. Mm -hmm. um, you know, our body is mostly made up of water. Mm -hmm. So the moon controls the oceans. Why wouldn't it control us? And I think that's really an important thing. I mean, starting a task when Mercury's retrograde, it's probably not such a great idea because everything's halted or going backwards mm -hmm. in life. Mm -hmm. and yes, it's a time of reflection, but it's probably not a time to start. So it's it's also not only doing this, doing the steps, but it's also um, being aware, have situational awareness of what's around you in order to start the steps. Yeah, yeah, having you know, basically also, but you know, the way that um, I think of it too is doing our best to stay in touch with nature and the elements and the way that the Earth works. You know, the the, the planet, the whatever, right? The Earth, where we are. So that we're not just these human machines thinking, oh, you know, we don't, we're not influenced by the moon or by any other planets or the sun, the solar flares, like none of that can affect us. And there's no such thing as a cosmic consciousness when we already know how telepathic human beings are and, you know, um, all of that is so proven. So why wouldn't, you know, basically we do get to affect the, we do get to affect the and you know, the environment with our thoughts, and yeah, we have so much more control than we believe we do. So, which just had me think about cloud bursting the other day. I this has nothing to do with anything, but again, it does. It's the way I live my life. I was swimming outside, and there were like a lot of thick, heavy clouds, and I wanted sun. It was kind of chilly. So I was like, I looked up and I just said, okay, clouds, we're going to burst. Okay. And we are going to move you aside. And so while I was swimming, I spent some time looking at the clouds and moving them just like, okay, move, move. And you know what happened, right? It's like, oh yeah, they moved aside. They were gone for the duration that I was swimming. And that's all I moment to maybe a little bit egotistical but that's basically all i cared about at that moment okay you know like i want the sun shining on me while i'm swimming and then if you want to come back clouds you're welcome <laughs> so like, but that's how i live my life and then when i see other people living their lives like that it is so inspiring to me and refreshing and that is just something that i just really love how you are creating your life like this you know like there are just details to this trippy story about moving. Can you share a little bit of the, you don't know, like all the details, but the idea of I'm going to go from, from the United States, I'm going to go to Europe. And then, you know, even that now you're in the space where you're just FYI, Thomas is traveling to all these countries also in the most incredible lifestyle. It's, it's, it's like, so oh, I, I just want to touch you. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I went from living in a country club lifestyle. You know, I lived in a, I lived in a large home mm -hmm. and I'm saying, you know, okay, so now what? What am I gonna do now? Mm -hmm. Am I gonna sit here and be old and stagnated and just keep doing the same things every day until it's my time <laughs> to go? <laughs> or, or am I going to try to have some adventure now in my life, now that I'm not taking care of people? And so I, I went ahead and I, I decided that I'm going to take the steps that you've taught in your classes and, and work forward to getting here. It wasn't easy. It was mm -hmm. not easy. Mm -mm. It wasn't easy doing the steps. It was a lot of work. I mean, I would be so conscious of doing the work that I would go to bed at night and saying, oh, my God, I didn't do this or I didn't do that. So I would get up and do them. <laughs> 
I love that though. I, I just guess love it. That's how badly I wanted it to happen. And that's another issue. You need to have it from within. It has to come from within. No one can tell you to do it. I guess it's like trying to tell someone that they need to lose weight or they're mm -hmm. too thin. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For someone to really want to do something, you have to have it come from within. Yeah. And, and so um, I did the work and yeah. I followed the steps. And yeah. I sold my house very quickly and it yeah. all happened very, very quickly. Yeah. I want to interrupt you again and then we're going to go back to you. are going to circle back. Uh, in our conversation, in our chat, because I was thinking earlier this morning about affirmations and you were talking about doing the affirmations and then one of these days it, it kind of clicked. And I've often said, affirm somebody, I don't know, I didn't make this up. I just want you to know that I've heard someone say, and I adopted it, affirmations can be like chocolate on shit. Okay. Meaning <laughs> that if you know what that means is you're just mouthing words. Oh, I am a millionaire. I am a millionaire. But until there is that feeling again, like you were saying that feeling that intention, or like, you know, I'll give you an example from myself, you know, oh, I now weigh 120 pounds. I now weigh, and I did that, the, I don't know how many years, okay, after I left New York when I was 120 right. pounds, and then I put on all that weight in Washington state. And then I would do these affirmations. Oh, I now weigh 120 pounds. I now weigh 120 pounds. And I just kept eating, okay, and not walking around because it's always raining out there. And I'm really not a hiker, believe it or not. And I live out in the woods where everybody's hiking and mountain climbing. And so um, then all of a sudden came that day where it got into the body. I call it like getting into the body. And it's like, you know what? I now freaking weigh 120 pounds. And now it no longer became a, like a mindless affirmation babble, babble crap. It was an intention that went into the body physically. You know what I'm talking about? Like when it's like that decision, I now move to Europe. And that is when we make that decision and we have that intention, it gets in the body. It's no more babble that begins to part the seas. And then all of a sudden the molecules say, oh, this person's really serious, you know? So maybe they'll throw some crap at us first to see, you know, like, well, now I now weigh 120 pounds and then somebody comes over with a big tray of cookies and Dunkin' Donuts, yada, yada, you know? Like, oh, do you really want this? And it's like, no, I now do this. Boom, that's it. And when that clicks like that, that's when the magic starts to happen. Everything else starts to fall into place. But with, so you, know, I, you know exactly I, what I'm talking about. I know what you're saying, but I also think that the affirmations are reprogramming of your mind. Mm -hmm. And I think that you need to use all your senses to do the affirmations. You just can't go around saying, you know, um, I'm moving to Europe. I'm moving to Europe. I've got, you know, a beautiful apartment in Europe. You can't, you have to use all your senses in doing it. And that's what I did. I yeah. would write it, I would say it, I'd see it, and I would hear it. Right. And until it was reprogrammed in my mind that this was something that could actually happen, I didn't really believe it. And I think right. that's, and I know there are a lot of people out there that don't believe affirmations work. And I believe they don't work unless you work them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And Good way to put it. I mean, because how many people just say affirmations like, oh, I know that. I'm moving to Europe. But there, there's no energy. There's nothing in there. There's no... There's exactly. no belief. There's it's no the belief. It's, it's the yeah. energy, Ellie. It's the energy that has to be put into it. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly it. Those are that's the exact words that have to be put into it. Mm -hmm. um, because without the energy, without the spirit, um, you're not going to get anything out of it. I mean, you mm -hmm. could just you could write ten pages of affirmations, I'm moving to Europe, and you know, close the book at night and say, Okay, now when am I moving to Europe? <laughs> 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 right. And then, oh, well, how am I going to get to Europe? Oh, it's never going to happen. Yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. Right. Oh, this is, you know, this is full of shit and all that great stuff. Mm -hmm, and it's mm -hmm. not. That's what I'm trying to say is that this actually does work. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And and for me to actually be sitting here in Germany, I, you know, it's proof that it does work because I had no idea how it was going to work. Yeah. And yeah. And, and I guess I, I guess mm -hmm. when I was preparing three years ago, because it's been three years now from that I've had a dual citizen with Italy, that I guess this was all the plan for the universe for me 
and I just uh, had to seal it by doing all the other work that I did. Well, you also planned the dual citizenship, okay? That was an idea, and then you made that happen, okay? That's another thing. But I kind happen. of did the dual citizenship just so I could say, oh, I have a dual citizenship. Doesn't <laughs> for matter. No other, but you for did. no other you reason. But you made it happen. You made right. that happen. Okay. But there it's were, again, it's there again, were glitches. It wasn't like, oh, let me fill out these papers and it's going to be easy and effortless. There was work involved in that. And you did oh, the yeah. work. Uh -huh. Yes, indeed. Especially there was a glitch when I got to the counter and they told me, I'm sorry, you're not eligible. Mm -hmm. Right. And then, then you had and a miracle. It, uh -huh. And then it turned around very quickly, all yep. from there. Yeah, mm, that's because you're using tools and techniques from like quantum leaping. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. And I mean, that's what I'm saying. It does work. I mean, and and you don't know it works until you start seeing things happening. Oh, yeah, it happens for you or it happens for you. Mm -hmm. But until you until you actually see it yourself. Yeah, it's, yeah, it, it's, it's hard true. to believe. It's really hard to believe. It's absolutely true. And that is the other thing I wanted to just share with you. Like now, I mean, people who are listening to this, you know, now you got yourself over there. You got yourself. You are in Europe. You're living in Germany. And, you know, I'm over here and I'm watching you travel. And I'm like, I want to come. I want to come. So well, that, was, that was the traveling was part <laughs> of what I was trying to get to. The jet set life. Yeah, yeah, and that's what you got going on over here. And then, you yeah. know, I get a text message and it's like, oh, I'm going over to Dubai this weekend. Um, uh, I'm going to Montenegro. I'm going here. I'm going there. And I'm like, oh, what about me? It was like a five-year-old conversation. What about me? <laughs> it's like you're living my life. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we got a call. We got a question from Eva. Hi, Eva. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us. And Josie, and there's some other people here with some very – um, interesting names, Agi, Augustina, and PJ Anyaxi. Okay, <laughs> I don't think that was intentional. But anyway, um, um, Eva asks, Thomas, do you have a morning routine of intention setting? Yeah, interestingly enough, you just said that because I do now. Mm -hmm. Now that I'm actually physically starting to get a little more settled here, moving to Germany has been a process and everything is a process here and just starting to learn them was kind of frustrating at first but yes actually i do every morning mm -hmm. very short very short because i don't want it to consume me mm -hmm. but i do and i and i changed my intentions on a regular basis just like recently we had the summer solstice and now we've had the new moon these are all great times to start new beginnings. Mm -hmm. um, if you look at the numbers, you know, the ones, great, um, great time for new beginnings. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Can Do you mind sharing a little bit of your morning rich intention? I'll share mine after, but I'll share mine first, or you want to share yours? I mean, it's, it's just very simple. I mean, I typically do it during a quick yoga session in the morning mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that, um, so I'm doing the physical, but also the mental. And I just go over what my intentions are maybe for like the summer. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and that's kind of basically what I'm doing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, I know that you and I both rewrite our date. Our, so I'm going to share with you, Eve, I'm going to share mine. Before I get out of bed in the morning, um, I just, even with my eyes still closed, I just say an affirmation that today is going to be the most amazing day. Today, I'm going to meet the most amazing people. Infinite abundance and goodness comes into my life. And today is going to be an amazing day. That is what I start before I do anything. And then I also like to spend, I like to pick out a couple of, sometimes I use my own meditations that I put on YouTube or Insight Timer. And then there are times where I'll use other people's meditations or um, just a quick meditation, like something like 10 minutes, kind of like create your day kind of thing. And a vis with a visualization, one of my favorites is the pink bubble technique. And, um, I have my version of that one that I use. And that is like, it was created by Shakti Gawain. It's where you take an image and you really step into it and you cover it with pink, like you make it like a pink bubble and then you release it to the universe. It's really quick. It's easy and just let it go. But 
one of the things that I also like to do, and I think you do this too now, is that I rewrite my day at the end before I fall asleep. You do that too, right? I do that and I do the 10 gratitudes every day. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I think that really makes a huge difference. It makes a huge difference on my psyche. And it's funny now during the day I go through and I'm seeing people and then I remember at night, I'm grateful that I have what I have and, and I'm not dealing with what that person is dealing with. And it really, really sets, and it really grounds you. Mm-hmm. It really makes mm-hmm. you appreciate what you have because the more you are gratitude for something, the more you're going to get. Yeah, as you, yeah, as, you yeah. as you taught us. Yeah, and and the really great. T- again, might- thank you for that. Yeah, um, a great book for anybody to get started because when we live in complaint, you know, all we do is attract more of that. And when we live in gratitude, it's not even a secret. I think it's even from the Bible. When we live in gratitude, all we attract are the most amazing things in our life. And Rhonda Byrne, the creator of The Secret. She wrote that book, it's called The Magic, and that book came out in, you know, it's really interesting, Thomas, because that book came out in like 2004 or five, and it never got, it just, it never took off like other books or The Secret that she did, when it's probably one of the most powerful books she's ever written. And it's- um, It it truly is, and I've done it, I've done it three months now, not in a row, but I've done done it two months in a row, and I did another month off. Mm-hmm. But I mean, but but I've just made the gratitude every night. So I get my phone out before I go to bed and I just send myself an email of gratitudes mm-hmm. and then I have it in the morning and I read them in the morning. Yeah. But you know, the also the other meditation that I really like is the Mirror of the Mind by Jose Silva. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I do that probably the most often of mm-hmm. any of them because I can actually step into my creation. Mm-hmm. And I can actually see myself in that creation. So if anyone hasn't uh, looked at Mirror of the Mind, it's on YouTube. They can take mm-hmm. a look at it. And I think yeah. it's, a, it's, very, it's a little bit long, so you can kind of shorten it up a little bit. But right. um, I, right. I've been very successful with it. Even 30 years ago, I was successful with it. Yeah. Well, the techniques, I mean, Jose Silva, anybody interested in learning more about using your mind and in a different way, um, Jose Silva, S-I-L-V-A, was really one of the pioneers in this field back in the 60s. And if anybody remembers, if people who have listened to this podcast, um, when I had Carolyn, um, I forgot her last name already, but when Carolyn came on, the contest queen, she spoke about Helene Hadskill, and Helene Hadskill was Jose's um, assistant back in and Helene won every single contest that she ever entered. And this is back in the day, you know, and every she won a house and a car and trips. She never had to pay for anything after she learned the Silva method. And she worked very closely with Jose. And then Jose created this fabulous method and teacher trained people. And it's such a great way. Once you learn the Silva method, you can learn to use more as as Jose says, you get to use more of your mind and in a different way. And it really enhances psychic development if you do the if you do the work. It's incredible. So that's a plug for Jose Silva. Thank you, Jose. <laughs> <laughs> he won the lottery to get himself to start his, you know, he was in financial trouble. I just want to, I'm sorry, I'm interrupting you, but I found him so fascinating. He was in financial trouble and yeah. he wanted to, he was, he had been working with radios and he wanted to get his courses off the ground and that people would listen to him and he ran out of money. And so he had a dream. He saw these numbers and then the dream either told him to go. He played a lottery ticket in Mexico. He lived over the border and he won, I think it was either 10,000 or $100,000, just the money, the exact money that he needed to make his business work. Yeah, Yeah. incredible story. I mean, I I know that the numbers are off, okay? But it was a dream. He played the numbers, he won. I just don't know how much. It was either 10 or 100,000. I've done that. I mean, I didn't. I won $75 by doing the glass of water technique where you take a sip of water before you drink half the glass before you go to bed at night. You ask the question of what you want the answer to. and In the morning, you take another sip of water. And, and I got numbers and I won them. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> they works. It really works. A lot of people, if, if you remember the conversation when um, 
Oh, the ma'am, the guy, the lotta guy, um, what was his name? Boy, boy, there were so many people on the podcast. I am forgetting the manifesting guy. He won the law. He wins the lottery a lot. And um, Mark Houghton, that's it. So when Mark was on the podcast, he talked about manifesting. Again, he does a lot of quantum science. But basically, it all comes down to the same thing. It's that visualization, feel it real, believe that it's going to happen. It's like, believe, see it, like Helen said. Um, her spec method, see it, you know, see what you want, grow, know what you want, project it, expect it, and then collect it. That's what she always used to say. But And she's <laughs> using all her senses, and that's uh -huh. why. Uh-huh. And, and then we're retraining other areas of the brain that we don't normally use that are going stagnant. And it's just mm -hmm. like any muscle. If you don't use it, you're going to lose it. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it changes the way, in, in my opinion, not just Silva, but doing the work the way that we've been doing it, you know, this consciousness, it raises conscious awareness. And then we it goes into the next step, we become hyper vigilant of what we're saying. Okay, so now we start paying attention to the words we use, and we pay attention to the words we lose. And then we start like a pendulum directing our life towards what we want and away from what we don't want. You know, like when we're always saying people, you hear people say all the time, oh, I don't want this and I don't want that and I don't want this. And then they keep getting more of it. Oh, I don't want to be sick. And then they're sick. Oh, I don't want my business to go down the tubes. And then their business goes down the tubes. I don't want that to happen. And then it happens. So people are not trained. Most people are not trained to start thinking and like, Oh, I want to have this. I want this. I want that. So you just keep because I, that. I think it all goes back to childhood, Ellie. Mm -hmm. I think it all depends on how your parents viewed money. If it's a money issue, if you're not going to do well in your business, because people are afraid to do well in their business or do better than their parents did. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, it's all in training. And I think it's just that we need to retrain our brains in order to move forward and to look at the world differently. I think yeah. I've been more tolerant of people since I've been doing the work as well. Yeah. yeah. And that gets get so upset with them. Yeah. And it's also, and I agree. And it's also a whole big, it's not even just a cultural phenomena. It's really that, you know, I always say this, sometimes I say this in my emails or when I'm teaching, we speak dead people's language. If you look at some of the phrases that Shakespeare said, we're still saying those things today. And he spoke in the 1500s and we're still saying that today. And we're using those cliches and we're speaking the way that dead people speak. And we speak the way that, that maybe ever since language evolved with limiting beliefs and thoughts, it's, it's so our conversations are so old that we have just inherited them and our way of being. We see it. It's reinforced on TV and shows and reading books and novels and interacting with one another. So there hasn't been much space or awareness that we get to create a new reality by using new and different words and living into a vision and a future that doesn't maybe exist just yet. And we can do that. Um, this is a perfect opportunity. I have to just interject something. I have a client that I worked with back in 2016. I just saw her post on Instagram. She wanted to create a place, let's call it heaven on earth. Those were not her words. They were mine where children and families could live together on the land, um, be the custodians of the land. Um, everything would be organic and sustainability in honor of the land and the children would be raised with mindfulness, kind of like Montessori, a lot of the work that I'm doing. So the children would be raised with consciousness and an awareness. Anyway, they have now created this space on 290 something acres in Costa Rica and they have... Um, I just saw an Instagram reel on this one. She's just done an incredible job creating this. Oh, we have someone who wants to speak. Can we invite them in? Yeah, where'd he go? David, do you want to come back? David, you have to do that again if you want to speak. Are you okay with David coming into the room, Thomas? Oh, of course. Yeah. All right, David, you have to do that again, <laughs> unless it was an accident. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then if it wasn't an accident, if you do want to speak, all you have to do is hit that button and join us. If anybody else wants to join the conversation, uh, please just um, click that microphone button and welcome. Thoughts about any of this, Thomas? Any suggestions you may want to give people um, so that they can start getting off the couch and live in the dream life, live in the dream. I think you just need to decide that today is the day that you're going to do it and, yeah. and, move for, and move forward with it. I, there, there isn't, it's so basic Ellie, and you don't realize how basic it is until you start doing it. Decide what you want to do, set a goal for yourself. And yeah. then, and then, move, and then, and then call you and get on one of your courses. But. <laughs> do you know that i recently spoke thank you for that i just spoke to somebody the other day you know and like well what do you want and the, and it was like i don't know well you know if you don't know what you want you're gonna get life by default you're gonna get somebody else's program that's or you're gonna get i don't know yeah exactly that's what, that you're, too. That's what you're gonna get you're gonna get a bag of leftovers and it's 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 hard. Okay, so I'm probably the first one to say that I don't know what I want. And until you actually sit down and start writing down, just just randomly writing down things that you'd like. Mm -hmm. and even if even if the bigger they are, the better they are. Mm -hmm. Because didn't I take a course with you thinking big? Mm -hmm. The magic of thinking big. Uh -huh. yes. We did that too. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. And you know, hello, that was where I all started for my Europe uh, move mm -hmm. was thinking big, mm -hmm. and I never thought that it would happen. <laughs> so like, oh, so, I can really move to Europe. Yeah, why not? You could live anywhere you want, really, right? Right, right. exactly. Mm -hmm. You can do anything you want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, anybody have anything that they want to share? If anybody has a dream or something that see, the thing is with dreams, you know, dreams and and desires. It's all about taking action. It's not even believing that they're, I think once you, like I was gonna say, it's not even believing that they're possible. I mean, that's part of it. Only even if you're not quite convinced that it's going to work, the moment that you start to say, well, I now declare that this is what I'm gonna do, then with that intention, believe it or not, things start to show up to guide you to like put you on that path, you know? But I also think you have to be aware of your situation. The universe will show you if this is not the road you're supposed to be on. Oh, yeah. And I think the easiest way for us to know is it becomes too difficult. Yep. If the task becomes too difficult, that's the wrong road. It's like going from Washington to New York, you know, and if we're not on the right road, we need to, we need to get on the right road to get to New York. And um, I've always found out that if it doesn't go quickly and smoothly, we've got to find another avenue or, an, or something else that we should be doing. Yeah, that's true. I mean, there was the old rule of thumb. I don't know if this is, you know, again, we have to look at it. Like if it, if you, I think the rule of thumb is like three obstacles in your path, you know, go a different way. <laughs> um, that could be it. But there's sometimes, sometimes it's true. You know, there's an intention and it doesn't come to fruition. And then it just, you know, okay, perhaps that's really either not my way to go or perhaps it's timing. We, we don't have answers. I don't have an answer for that. Um, and then that gets into other questions. You know, we do co-create with the higher intelligence. I believe that it's not, not all up to us and that we do co-create with a higher intelligence. And that's just a personal belief I have. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like I, I look at some of my own things that I've put out into the world, you know, um, I spent many, many years creating the Kids Academy and writing books and talking about it. And then I even did like the last six months, I think, or eight months where I went on this, uh, let's call it podcast tour, where I was touring, you know, talking to all different people every single week, I would do two to three podcasts and talk about PsyKids, PsyKids, PsyKids. And you know what? The results, nothing. There were no results. And that had me question, 
like, what's going on? Why are there no results when I am putting in so much time and effort and going down this? And then I took a step back, you know, Thomas, and I just said, you know what? Maybe I did create this, but maybe this is not for me to be the one to carry it forward. Maybe I just created the groundwork for it and someone else will come and take the torch and run with it and it will be, it will get out to the world. Maybe that's not my role. Exactly. Exactly. And that's when you know that you're not, that either you're finished with that task or, or you need to go in a new direction. Yeah. Or yeah, exactly. Or it's not, um, what was I going to say? It, it's not, it's not from, I was going to say, it's not, I'm not the one, if that makes any sense. Like I can build the building but maybe I'm not the one exactly to carry the torch or maybe there's another thing. I, I, I lost my, I lost eyes. I saw well, when I, when, I saw when I, into the room and I got lost. <laughs> <laughs> when I moved to Germany, I had a whole plan of starting a dog sitting service. It's a huge need here because of all the military people. Mm -hmm. And as time has progressed, I'm finding that maybe this isn't where I'm supposed to be because either um, I have jobs that I'm not really satisfied with, or I'm not getting the job for one reason or the other. Mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. and so I look at it that way here. I have a whole program that I put together, but it's not working. And why is that? And my conclusion is it's because I'm not supposed to be doing this. There's something else out there that I'm supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So and now that's, that's my intention now. Now I'm working toward that. Now that's my next step. So now I got here and now my, my intentions now are defined where I'm supposed to be. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know what somebody said to me just recently, and I got to share this story also, this is a, uh, client that I was working with for three years. We had never met. Now we're friends. And we had lunch together in Manhattan on Monday. And I'm, it was just so amazing. And what happened with her is she totally expanded. She just stepped in. We had done quantum leaping. We had done a lot of programs together. And then it was that decision. And she said, I'm going to Europe and I'm going solo to Europe. And that was it. She's on a solo trip to Europe. And, you know, we could say to ourselves, well, that's not a big deal, but it is a big deal, especially if you're not the kind of person who takes yourself and goes solo for three months, two months across Europe to different countries. How about, and how about someone that moves to Europe? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. This is what I'm saying. You know, it's right. a big, these are huge, huge steps. People don't, some people don't want to leave their hometown and that's right. perfect. They, they don't need to leave their hometown. But if there's that, oh, so here's what she said. This is what she said to me. And this is why I've been talking about her. She said to me, sometimes we need to step into our body to get the answer and not just into our head. You know, like our head will say, okay, I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to do this. But what does the body want? Okay. And if we can see where the body wants to go. So let's take you, for example, or me with Psy Kids, where does the body want to go? Right? Where does the body want to go? Maybe the body wants to go for you to Italy. Maybe the body wants to go to Portugal, but you'll feel where the body wants to go. Interesting. I'm not sure I exactly understand what she's saying. Okay. So let me see if I can say it differently. Uh, let's say that I want to, um, I want to move from New York, but I don't know where I want to go to. So I go to California and I say, okay, I'm going to go to California. So I go to California and I go to Pasadena, but there's something not happening in my body. Like I, my body is not feeling it. My mind could logically say, oh, well, Pasadena is a good place. It has boom, 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 boom. So it fits, my, it fits my list of things. I'm making this up. It fits my list. But my body, I'm having a visceral response so to it. So you're not having a connection to the place in which you're That's living. That's right. That's right. Physically, okay. a physical connection. But logically, with your head, it's all right. great. Even people stay in relationships and marriages based on what's happening in their head. And then there's no intimacy and they don't have a good relationship physically. The body is doing something else. 
Okay, that is not living in your body. So when you can align, again, you align your body and your mind and your spirit, it's going to come together. And that's where, you know, we talk about it a lot, but how many people are either only in their body or in their head and not whole, like really bringing the whole thing together? Well, it's all using all your senses again. Exactly. You know, make, sure, make sure it's a complete process. So for, you know, like, where am I going to live? It may be, well, let me take my suitcase. I'm just making this up, you know, and take a couple of experimental little trips down to different parts of, uh, of Europe and say, where does my body want to live? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Makes yeah. very good sense. Well, does anybody, do you want to share anything? We're at the end of our podcast and um, yeah. Thank you, Eva. I know this is great stuff. I'm telling you, ask your body what it wants, okay? <laughs> this is all I want to do. I'm afraid to ask the mind what it wants. <laughs> yeah, the mind will give you, it'll logically tell you why you need this and why you need that, and you'll have reasons and justifications, but it's not in the body. So I thought that was really cool. All right. Um, you want to say anything? Uh, let's tie up our call for today. It's been wonderful having you on. Well, thank you very much for having me on. It's my pleasure to share. I mean, it's all because of the work that I learned through you that I am where I am today. Um, Don't I, we, sound I like never... an infra... we sound like an infomercial. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought that's what this was. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> it's real. What happened to me is real. I'm here, you know. I sold my home, I sold my cars, brought very minimal amount with me, or I think that compared to what yeah, everyone yeah, saw yeah. when the moving van was coming. But, um, and I did the work yeah. and it's a lot of work. It's not easy. No. And there are some days I don't feel like doing the work and I still did it anyway, because those are the days you need to do it even more. I know, I know, I know. And I just love it. And I love that you're traveling around the world. And just FYI, I had this, I wanted to go to the TWA hotel after they redid it and COVID <laughs> happened. And I wanted to go have drinks and lunch at the TWA. And guess who I get to meet at the TWA? I get to meet Thomas. <laughs> it was, it was so awesome. Yeah. And if anyone has had a chance to go, they need to go there because it's super cool. Yeah, it really is super cool. And we are going to meet up somewhere in Europe in a couple of weeks or maybe months. And we're going to let um, we're going to let the universe decide where you and I are going to meet, but we're going to go Trump. <laughs> that sounds good, Ellie. I'll see, I'll see you in Europe. All right. Sounds wonderful. Thank you. Thank everybody. you very much. Yeah. Thank you for being here, Thomas, and for sharing your experiences and making magic happen and walking the walk and talking your talk. And you are just inspiring and I'm inspired by who you've become. And I want more people to reach out to you on Facebook yeah, so whatever. And get inspired also. You know where to find us. Anyway, it is with much love and gratitude that I thank you all for being here today and listening. Lots of love and blessings and have a great 4th of July weekend, everybody. Ciao. Thank you, Thomas and everybody. Ciao. Thank you. Bye.